it's a short episode yesterday, so a slightly longer one today. So that's uh, how it sometimes works out, depending on what it is that I'm talking about on each individual day and breaking things up into kind of bite-sized chunks for easy digestion. I'm Peter Stewart. We're talking about projection and volume and today vocal proxemics with the anniversary party analysis. We're not prehistorically programmed to speak to people that we can't see. Spoke about this a few days ago, let alone speak to millions of people all at once, but supposedly in a friendly one-to-one conversational way. The two elements are in dichotomy. Yeah, The prehistoric mind says, I can see the people I'm talking to, and there aren't many of them. So we try and manipulate our mind to create a false version of reality. Let's take a step back and consider what we do naturally. Picture this. Your lovely uncle and aunt, who you're very fond of and they love you back, have invited you for a barbecue to celebrate their wedding anniversary. And you knock on the door and step back as uncle opens it. You say hi. Also, hello to your aunt down the hallway you've just spotted. You're shown into the garden and you chat with both of them for a while. And then your uncle moves away to the barbecue and calls over asking what you'd like and you reply. And then your aunt suggests you get out of the sun and carry on chatting on the made-for-two garden bench where she whispers the surprise gift that she's got for her husband. Later, you talk with some of their neighbours you've met for the very first time who ask you to repeat a funny story one of them had heard about you. And then a bit later on, you make a speech to the whole gathering to honour your aunt and uncle's anniversary. Yeah, You can picture the scene, you can sense what is going on there. Now think of the different voices and the different levels that you used in those few minutes. To your uncle as he opened the door, to your aunt who you spotted down the hallway, to them both as you stood in the garden, to uncle over by the barbecue, to aunt as you sat together on the garden bench sharing a secret, to the neighbours and then to the whole garden. And now consider what changed your voice. What changes caused you to alter the volume and tone of your voice? There's several things going on there. Let's take a look briefly. To your uncle, as he opened the door, you know him. You've got a relationship with him. You know, like, and trust him. He was alone. He was close by. What, a metre away? And it's the start of a fun social day. So all of those different elements change the kind of projection you have in your voice. To your aunt, who you spotted down the hallway, you know her. You love her. She was a little bit further away. What, I don't know, six metres? She's by herself. But to speak to her, you've got to go beyond your uncle, who's close beside you. And it's the start of a fun social day. So you're going to have perhaps a little bit more excitement, volume, projection, energy in your voice. Later on, you speak to both of them in the garden. They're together. You know, like, and trust them. You're outside. You've got other noises going on. And each of them is probably, what, half a metre away? So actually they're quite close. And then your uncle moves over to the barbecue. He's outside, so other things going on. There could be wind in the trees and so on. He's a little bit further away. What, three metres? Yeah. He's also behind something. It's not obscuring him, but he's behind that barbecue. And that gives you another sense that you've got to break through that barrier because they're behind something. And then 
Your aunt says, let's go and sit together on that garden bench. Remember I said it was a made-for-two bench? You're right next to each other. You could be touching slightly. And you have a conspiratorial conversation. So, you know, like and trust, you're really, really close. And it's a secret, so you're talking in a much lower, softer voice. And then you get up and speak to the group of neighbours. Each of them, what, a metre or so away from you? Further than your aunt and uncle, because you don't know them as well. You're less personal with them. There are also several of them, so you change your projection in that situation as well. You're standing outdoors, and also you're trying to impress with that funny story, remember? And then, finally, to all of the guests, what, 20 people, say? You're speaking to them all at once when you thank and congratulate your aunt and uncle. More people, greater distance, outside, you're trying to engage and entertain. So hopefully you can hear as you go through that scenario in your mind that your volume, projection, energy of your voice changes in relation to the distance the speaker is away from you, your personal relationship with them, how many people you're speaking with, what you want them to think of you, the content of the message as well. We do it naturally, even over short variable distances. But it's tricky to do in an artificial conversational situation such as a studio. So how do you get round that? We'll develop a hypothesis tomorrow. Let's get a better broadcast podcast and video voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>